0: We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it, and its ability to transform. The Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same. And love. Love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready. For a transformation. The first half of the year may not have made sense to you, but I want you to begin to brace up this season. I want you to begin to warm up for the second half because the Lord asked me to say to you, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it has not entered into the heart of man what God is said to do in your life. And you must receive that with all excitement, with all joy, with all anticipation. They look up unto him, their faces were radiant, they were not ashamed. What the Bible tells you is that the expectation of the righteous will not be caught short. For the righteous to be met of the Lord, the righteous must have an expectation. Without the expectation, you would not know if you've met the Lord or you've not met the Lord. Meaning that where there are no expectations, where there are no desires as to what you would like God to do in your life, It is possible that you can come in, you can go out. Not because God is not willing to visit you, but because you've not prepped your mind, your spirit, soul, and body for what God is about to do. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. And in preparation for three days of glory starting this Friday, 6 p.m., I brought you this message tonight that is simply titled, Faith for Miracles. As a matter of fact, when God began to minister this teaching to me tonight, it felt as though it's three days of glory already. Because the teaching you're about to listen to is not in any way lesser compared to what you would have listened to even during three days of glory. Faith for miracles. Faith for miracles. If this church is your home church, whether in Regina or in Calgary or wherever place you may be, or you're part of the e church members, the word faith or the subject or the doctrine called faith is, should not be new to you. As a matter of fact, just a couple of months back, we did an extensive teaching on the subject called faith. That series was titled Faith Works. And we went on to sin to understand what faith is and how believers can begin to walk in faith and by faith. We established, just like we saw also in the scripture that we just read concerning Hebrews 11, verse number 6. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. If you go read the previous verse, it was talking about the man called Enoch. Bible says Enoch was not because God took him. So the writer of the book of Hebrew, which again, I believe is the guy, is the apostle Paul. You know, then he's saying that for it to have been recorded that Enoch pleased the Lord and God took Enoch. It is impossible for one to please the Lord without faith. Simply telling us that Enoch was a man of faith. Faith is the believer's currency. You cannot receive anything from the Lord. You cannot become anything with the Lord if you lack faith. As a matter of fact, you cannot be saved except by faith. Ephesians chapter number two. Bible tells us, it says, for by grace ye have been saved through faith. For you to come into the knowledge of Christ or for you to become a saved individual or a saved believer, it means that you had faith. So, unto each and every one of us, according to Ephesians chapter number one, God has also dealt a measure of faith. So that's to say that there is no one who calls on the name of the Lord, or no one who is indeed saved who does not have faith. Faith is different things to different people, but for God, faith is the currency that a believer spends. The same way you You know, swipe your cards or exchange physical cash, you know, for in exchange of goods or services. It is the same thing you do with the Lord when it comes to faith. Whoever comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you do not believe this, you cannot receive anything from him. Go through the scripture from Genesis down to Revelation. Everyone that the Lord has met as a measure of faith. Now you're going into three days of glory. And by the way, these three days of glory, the theme is faith for multiplication. For someone who celebrate Jesus. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. One of the things that established to us, you know, from time past, is the fact that God's love language is faith. Faith is God's love language. Those of you that are in love, or maybe you were once in love. Or you know, you're you going to be in love. There is a book called Five Love Languages. I usually like to use that book to drive, to drive home, you know, my, my, your understanding, you know, of what faith is unto God. That gentleman wrote that book called Five Love Languages. And in it he explained about five different ways in which man can be loved. Words of affirmation. Um, act of service. Um, gifts, um, quality time, and the likes. The same way an individual has that particular thing or multiple things that you could do to them that could make them or help them, you know, to love in you or you love in them, it is the same thing with God. God requires nothing from you, but faith. What then is faith? Faith is simply believing in the absolutability of the Lord. Faith is having an unwavering, you know, commitment, you know, to God's word. Faith is God has said it and that settles it. Faith is elevating God's word above any situation going on in your life. Faith is You don't have money in your pocket. Faith is believing that you're not poor, you're rich. Faith is you feel migraine, headache. Faith is believing that that migraine, headache cannot stand because by stripes you have been healed. It is the believer's currency. There is no interactions with the Lord without faith. Three days of glory is here. We start Friday by God's grace. We go Saturday, then we go Sunday. If you are faithless, you cannot receive anything. But there is something that I know about faith. Faith prepares itself ahead of the miracle. And that's why I'm bringing this teaching to you now. It prepares itself ahead of the visitation. 3DG may mean several things to several people. It may mean for you another opportunity to just come to church just such that Peter will know that you're in church. It may mean to some people as an opportunity for them to actually and sincerely meet the Lord. It may be another opportunity for someone to say, oh yeah, I'm going to go. If I go, I'm I'm sure I'm going to see X and Y. Regardless of whatsoever motive, intention, or whatever that you have, about what 3DG should represent to you, remember that it is first a date with the Lord before anything else. Did you hear me now? It is first a date with the Lord before anything else. I perceive to actually emphasize on this now tonight. There is someone under the sound of my voice. And it appears as though the year 2023 has been horrible left, right and center for you. Things are not going. Things are not working. You are stalled. At the start of the year as a ministry, we have what we call goal sheet. We make it available on all our platforms. Many of you had access to it. You had it filled. It may be for you that as I speak right now, today is what now? Today is the 28th. That your goals, the reality of your life, of the situation of your life as it were right now, does not align to the, with the goals that you have written. I want you to do something as you prep for 3DG. I need you to steer up faith in your spirit from your very, very inter, from your very core. I need you to begin to look at that situation in the face. And saying to that situation, say it will not pass these three days. It's you and I for the next three days. Then see what God does. If you kill Sarah, Sarah, the situation, it may remain. If this would mean that you will go and take a permission from work. To be be able to show up on Friday, on Saturday, in church on Sunday. Do it for the sake of your destiny. Tabernacle with the Lord for these three days in prayer and fasting. Some of us have been waiting on the Lord since Monday. Many of you will start just on Friday when it starts. If the situation that's confronting you is that serious, then also get serious with your God. Maybe you've not had an encounter with the Lord before. For you, at that level, it will not be just about what the preacher is doing here or what the worship ministers are doing over here, but actually just about you and your God. Would you choose to make these three days of glory a date with your own God? season of your own visitation. Father, enough is enough. Think about it. Half of the year is gone. That's why three days of glory comes, middle of the year. Should this be December 31st of 2023? What will be your result? What will be your state? This year, God said, it's the year to multiply. Maybe rather than multiplying, the devil's been dividing your destiny, your career, your finances, your health. Things are deteriorating. Kanama, suli, anama, and Get up. Charge yourself up and choose to contend. You've applied for jobs one million and one times no feedback. You have the opportunity for the next three days. Once I was young and now I am old I have never seen the righteous forsaking no seed for bread. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as he goes. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to... Listen, maybe from January up until the end of June, you've been attempting many of all those things alone. It's time for you to tap into the corporate grace made available within the next three days. The corporate anointing, the apostolic grace upon this house, and choose to sort that situation out with the Lord. Many of you are under the sound of my voice right now. We've been screaming and shouting. Expectations form. It's online. Some of you are under the sound of my looking at me right now. You've not visited. You've not downloaded it. You don't have an expectation written. That doesn't sound to me like someone who is ready to receive from the Lord. We made this available like a week ago. You only need to visit any of the social media handles and then download it and then feel it. If I were you, I would have begun to feel it and I would have begun to actually wet it. You know, sprinkle it with a little water here and there. No, I'm not talking about literal water, okay? So don't, we don't do, God is not a magician, okay? Uh-huh. You begin to wet it like you're wetting your appetite till the time you come for the three days encounter with the Lord and rain pours on it. Yes, Lord. The Lord asked me to say to someone under the sound of my voice. If you worship in this ministry by now, you know. If God doesn't say it, I won't tell you he says so. And if he says so, that means that there is someone listening to me that this situation affects. The Lord says that mountain, that thing that seemed like a mountain before you, he says that to him, it is nothing. He desires this from you. He desires you to wait upon him for this three-day season. And then see the God of all possibilities show up in your life and begin to turn things around for you. But before that can happen, before you can meet with the Lord and have a word from him or have him visit you, there are certain things you may need to do. And I'm just going to go into my notes right now and begin to reel some of them out lift up your right hand up unto heaven, wherever place you may be watching from father bless me tonight by the ministry of your word let these words penetrate deeply into my spirit my soul and my body bless me tonight oh father by the ministry of your word in Jesus name amen faith for miracles Hebrews 11:6 yet again but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. How then do you build your faith for miracles? How do you build your faith for miracles? Can I ask a very sincere question? It is possible you're under the sound of my voice and you feel like your life is perfect. Your life is complete and you don't need any visitation. If you're that kind of person, don't put your hands up sincerely. Maybe you're watching virtually or you're here in the sanctuary. You truly desire a visitation in certain areas of your life or in a particular area of your life. Can I see signified signify by the raising up of your hand? I want... Oh... You all have desired visitation. Okay, beautiful. Then pay attention to this and see what you need to do between now and the, start, the time the program starts, such that it can experience the visitation that you desire. Hebrews 11:6, "But without faith, it is impossible to please it. The Lord ministered to me and gave me three points out of this. Those three points are the things I want to share with you. How do you provoke a miracle? How do you build your faith so much such that you enter into the realms of miracles from the Lord? Number one, believe that he is. Give me that scripture again on the screen and let let me show them. It says, bear with our faith, it is impossible to please him. It says, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. In other words... Before you come to God, you must first believe that God exists. Are we all together? Are we all together tonight? See, the God we are meeting here in the next three days or during three days of glory is the God of the universe. The same one who parted the Red Sea, the same one who did the incredible things that you've heard, that your fathers or perhaps have told you about that you've heard or read in the scripture about. It is the same God. I don't know about you. Sometimes I read Old Testament, for example. I see certain things that God did and then you begin to wonder, is that God my God? I don't know if that happens to anybody. He who comes to God must first believe that he exists. So the beginning of an encounter with the Lord is actually in you knowing your God. And can we celebrate Lady T this moment? For that ministration on Sunday. So that is the beginning. That is where it starts from. It begins with you knowing your God. Daniel 11 verse number 32b. They that know their God. They shall be strong. And they shall do exploit. In other words. Capacity to doing exploit. To being strong. Is dependent on your ability to in the Lord. I'm not talking about you just having a relationship with your God. I'm saying the situation of your life that you want God to visit you about in three days of glory, do you know your God enough to know him that he's able to deal with that situation? They that know their God, they shall be strong then they shall do exploit. If they do not know their God, they can never be strong, neither can they do exploit. Exploit and being strong is in the depth of the knowing of your God. The reason why the three Hebrew boys in the book of Daniel could say to King Nebuchadnezzar, we know that the God that we serve is able to rescue us. But let's take it for a second that he chooses not to O king. Let it be settled that we will not bow to your God. Those are the people who knew their God. Did you know that it is better to sink, in quote, to sink with the Lord than to rise with the devil? I have things I need God to do for me. I have things I need God to do for me. And for me to experience in that miracle from the Lord, it will begin from me truly knowing my God. You know, knowing the Lord also is progressive, sir. Did you hear me now? Knowing the Lord is progressive. My knowledge of God now wasn't the same knowledge of God that I had in few months past or in few years past. It is in relationship with the Lord that you learn how to walk with him better. That you get to know him more. Just like the same way, the more you stay with your partner, loving them truly, the more you begin to understand them. Bible says uh, concerning God and Moses. Bible says he shows that the people of um, Israel, he was showing them His acts, his ways unto Moses. So the Israelites were only seeing actions, actions, actions. They were only seeing things. They did not understand the way of the Lord. But Moses knew because of Moses' intimacy with the Lord. He who will come to the Lord must believe that he is. That is where it begins, sir. If you do not believe that God is, don't show up for three days of glory. It will be a pure waste of time. The Lord in this ministry has never left himself without a witness. As far as this ministry is concerned, this meeting, this three days of glory, go watch previous messages, previous years. It is one of special, definite, specific visitations. You know the beautiful thing? God just doesn't visit the people during three days of glory in this ministry. He visits the church too. He moves this church forward in the same season. Know your God. In John chapter number eleven, verse number twenty-one, when I read, when I watched Lady T's message on Sunday, I noticed that she quoted that too. John chapter number eleven, verse number um, eleven, verse number twenty-one. We read there about the story of Martha and Jesus concerning a brother who was dead. See, now Martha said to Jesus, Lord if you had been here my brother would not have died. Carabos, your name That tells you the, how much Martha knew the Lord. He knew that the Lord owned the key to grave and death. He knew that if Jesus were present, number one that Lazarus wouldn't have died. Death wouldn't have come near him. Look at the next verse. She didn't stop there. See what she said next. She said in verse number 22, she said, but even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Do you know that much about your own God? Did you know that much about your own God? you know believers come to pray and you'll be praying as though you know you don't know unto whom you are praying I say this all the time there ain't no point opening your mouth if you do not have an assurance that the God unto whom you are praying is able to answer you there is no point why, why wait upon the Lord if you do not have an assurance that he's able to do all things Oh. 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 oh 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 Ah, ah. So so that's to say that it doesn't matter that the guy was dead. Whatever you ask of God, I know he will give you. John 14, verse number 14. Jesus instructed that you pray to the Father in his name. That's why when you pray, you say in Jesus' name. That's why you don't say in the name of the Father I pray. That's not a prayer. That's why you don't say in the name of the Holy Ghost, I pray. You say in Jesus' name, I pray. When in Jesus' name enters your prayer, it becomes a seal that God can no longer reject. But now I know. Even now I can tell Jesus, whatever you ask of God, he will give you. That was how much Martha knew the Lord. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, Matthew chapter number 8, verses 5 to 10. Matthew chapter number 8, verses 5 to 10. If you worship here, you would have heard me teach on this multiple times. It was a story of the centurion, Roman soldier with his servant. His servant was sick. And then he sent a message. Take a look at Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, please move. Saying, can you open, can you you power on this main TV for me, please? Thank you. God bless you. Saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Take a look at the next verse. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Jesus didn't turn him back. Jesus told him, don't worry. Right now I'm busy, you know, but I'm going to come. And then I'll come heal him. Don't forget it was the guy who went in search of Jesus. Take a look at the next verse. Verse number 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word. Only do it. Only do what I'm gonna be teaching more on this on Friday, but only speak a word. He didn't ask him to speak words. You don't need too many words for your next level, you only need a word from the Lord. The, about her? the Lord opened my eyes many years ago to understanding that God bless you is not a felicitation. We use it as exchange, pleasantries. God bless. When I say God bless you, I mean it. Many people don't say amen. Look at the screen. Give me the next verse please. Let's go on with that scripture. It says, for I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I said to this one, go. And he goes. And to another, I say, come. And he comes. And to my servant to do this. And he does it. Look at the next verse. When Jesus heard it, He marveled and said, go back to verse number 9, please. I think you skipped a verse. Okay, go back to 10 now. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. He said, that was how much he knew what Jesus was able to do. I wish that by now you all have your expectations already written. My question to you would have been, how much do you know of the Lord to being able to visit in you? Did you know you cannot truly, genuinely seek the Lord's face and you don't experience a visitation? Did you know that? Did you know that? I have not asked the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain. That was what the word of the Lord says. Did you know it is impossible for you to set all things apart? Praying and fasting, seeking the face of Yahweh, the one who has the keys to life and death, success and failure, capacity to turn in the situation of your life around. Did you know it is impossible for you to genuinely seek Him? And not experience a visitation. So again, number one, believe that is that is to say, know your God. The disciples, they knew their Lord so much such that they went about boasting in the same ability. But without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. Because those who would come to him must believe that he exists. So after you've known him, after you've believed that he truly exists, then, number two, you come to him. How someone is getting blessed. Come on, celebrate Jesus in this house. After you've known him, when you know your God, when you know your God, then you come to him. After you, when I say come to him now, you engage him. those who will come to the Lord must believe that he exists. Number one. Then you come. How do you come to the Lord? How do you come to the Lord at three days of glory? Listen the God that I serve answers prayers. If there is a man to pray, there is God to answer. This is the confidence that we have in him. You didn't read that in your Bible? That when we call upon him, he answered us. I've taught multiple times. The answers to your prayer comes not at when you receive the physical manifestation of that which you pray for. For a genuine believer, a New Testament believer, the very moment your mouth is open and you pray according to God's will, that prayer is heard. But you know the mistake many of you make, you wait for physical manifestation before you begin to rejoice in the God who answers prayers. I cannot call on your name. And end up in shame. No way. No way. I cannot bow before you. And bow before man. No way, Lord. No way. Because you are my. What a God. Come on now, rejoice in the Holy Ghost for a few seconds. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Manokashanama. Touch up your spirit this moment for a few seconds. Ko saraba. In kuriyana mande. Celebrate the Jesus that answers prayers. Come on, celebrate the Jesus that answers prayers. Celebrate the Jesus that answers prayers. This is the that we have in you that whenever we call upon you, you answer us. Oh, thank you, Yahweh, for all you are set to do in our midst. Our three days of glory, 2023, we serve a living God. We serve a living God. We serve a living God, the one who would not watch his children suffer, the one who answers by prayers, the one who answers by fire, the one who answers prayer the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all we can ask, think, or even imagine, a God. To His power that is at work in our lives, the God that answers prayers deserves your gratitude. Oh yes, He answers prayers. Oh yes, He answers prayers. The God I serve answers prayers. Only Jesus answers prayers. He does answer prayers. This is the confidence that we have. Jesus, you were late. But even now, I know whatever you ask of God, He will answer you. Declare after me, my life is never the same again. My life is never the same again. After three days of glory, I move from one level of increase unto another. I move from one level of glory unto another. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of man what God has in store for me. I am coming here for a visitation. I will seek the Lord with the whole of my heart and I will experience His visitation. celebrate him some more the Jesus that answers prayers come and celebrate him some more celebrate him some more our God is not like their God Psalm 115, they have eyes they do not see, they have nostrils they cannot muster, they have legs they cannot move, they have hands they cannot lift them up, those who worship them they are also like them our God is not like that, our God sits in heaven, he directs the affairs of the earth, I am talking about the God, who calls forth those things that be not as though they were, I am talking about the God, who sets up the prince, who takes one from the dongle, and sets him high among the princes, among the kings of the earth, I am talking about the God, who has the capacity to in your enemies to favor you, if when they don't feel like favoring you, I'm talking about the God who has the capacity to turn in your situation around just by a word. One word. Just by a word. Just by a word. Look at me child of God. January, February, March, April, May, June. there have be nothing to you. You've lost some things. Some things are not working. You've begun to ask yourself questions. I'm introducing my God unto you, the God of Walete Jumadeh, who can pick this, the ninth, the eighth of 10 children, who can set him up, who can commit such a treasure as this unto him, who can take him from the back down to the front huh? that same God can be your God you will not end this year in shame Except the Lord has not called me. I prophesy over the destinies of every one of you. Under the sound of my voice tonight. You will not end this year in shame. Whatever God has done in your life in this first half. Is the least you would ever receive this year. The path of the just is in all written in your Bible. That it is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter. unto the dawning of a new day. I declare in the name of Jesus. It is the dawning of a new day for you. Experience multiplications indeed. In your career. In your finances. In your health. In critical phases of your life. Experience the God of multiplication. Experience restoration. In the name of Jesus. Shana Have your seats in the Lord's presence. Then you come. After you have known that truly he exists. Then you come. But can I tell you something about coming to the Lord? Some people come to the Lord without actually coming to the Lord. Think about that for a second. Did you hear what I said? Some come to the Lord without actually coming to the Lord. In human resources, there is a term we call absenteeism. It means being present at work, yet being absent. You know, those kind of days you go to work, but your heart is not in the work. You're troubled, you're disturbed. You find many believers coming to the Lord's house. The thoughts, the things they do not have, the things not working in their lives have taken over them. their the faculties much more than the God that they've come to see. That's not how to come to the Lord. When you're coming, before you get to Him, you lay everything down. You come whole. You come. Come. You come whole. Don't come to three days of glory without actually coming to three days of glory. Bible says that the message, the works of a king requires haste for you to be delivered. Can I speak to some of you who habitually show up for meetings and services late? That's not how to come to the Lord. Can you hear me? 3DG Day 1, Friday June 28th, or June 30th, sorry, start 6 p.m. CST. Don't walk in here, 7.30, 8 o'clock. That's not how to come. When the president of a nation gives you an appointment, you respond to it hastily. As a matter of fact, for presidential protocols, in case some of you don't know, if the president is to mount this altar, to preach to you or to teach you or to deliver a message or to do anything as long as you're not seated before he steps in you can't come in again did you know that it's the king of kings that's calling you for the next three days come let nothing hold you back you're watching me right now you're in the city of Regina come in person it shows the death of your desperations and your desire for a visitation. Live live stream for those who are outside the city. I'm saying this not because I'm attempting to populate this place. It is because except you also want to deceive yourselves. It pays to be in a meeting physically than just watching online. Some of those who would be watching online, take for example Calgary Church. They would be wishing... That they were there in person. Yet you who had the opportunity of being there in person, you'd say you want to stay online. When you want to come to the Lord, come. How do you come with the reverence of heart? Hebrews chapter number 4, verse number 16. Now therefore come to the throne of grace. That you may obtain mercy to help. Hebrews 4.16 Come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's how to come. Can I tell you something tonight, child of God? Come boldly is not the same as come arrogantly. Don't confuse, come boldly to come arrogantly. Don't come here for the next three days looking at what somebody's going to wear, how someone is going to preach, how someone is going to sing, who's going to do what. No. When you go into the market, you're careless about what the other people are doing in the market. You go after the primary reason why you're in the market. You look for the stall that sells the items that you need. And you go in there to make your purchase. Come. The spirit is bidding you come. Many meetings people come for, they think they came but they actually do not come because their hearts are not right. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Not to come arrogantly. To come boldly in there, huh, is that you should come despite, in spite of how the devil may have made you to feel. Because he's your father. I told you all before, the greatest revelation of the fatherhood of Christ in the New Testament is the capacity of a believer to calling God Abba. No greater revelation. Is still Yahweh. It's still all of all those things. They knew him as Dad in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Abba, dear daddy. So we say, come boldly. We're saying, if the devil is saying to you, no, your going is not going to be accepted. It's going to drive you out of his presence. You're not worthy of being, of going into his house. We're saying, come boldly. I have messed up be like the prodigal son who rose up and said I've actually messed up if my father would punish me let him punish me but I'd rather go back to him how do you come with reverence how do you come with expectations in your heart don't come aimlessly it's a disgrace to come for a meeting or a special meeting as this without a purpose in mind It's an error. A total arbitrage. Come. How do you come? Come. Your soul, spirit, and body. Don't leave any one of them behind. Come. Come. Without distractions. Lay aside everything that may want to hold you. That may want to distract you. Lay them aside. The things not working, the jobs you do not have, the money in your pocket, the mortgage you need to pay, the rent that is due. Unfortunately, it's also the end of the month. The car bill that is due. Cados, cados. Cados, cados, cados. Cados, cados is the lamb is the lamb of God who sits upon the throne he alone is worthy of our praise come in these three days come brother Samuel tomorrow or even tonight maybe is gonna be releasing the prayer bulletin for the three days. We designed those for your for your, for you. Just such that you don't know what prayers to pray, what Bible verse to read, you can see them. If that situation requires visitation, come. How are we coming? I'm helpless, Lord. Without you, I'm nothing. Lord, enough is enough. Lord, you are the only one who can help me. There is a lady watching me. I want you if this is you, I'd like you to place your hand on your tummy. And if for any reason, if your husband is around you, I want him to join you by faith. You have a child, but you've been trusting God for other children. And the devil's been dealing with you. Place your hand on your tummy. That if you believe God has sent me, or maybe you wait the three days of glory. How many of you know that you don't need to wait till Friday, Saturday, Sunday before you begin to experience a visitation? I thought someone would celebrate Jesus. If you're that person, I heard that very clearly in my ears. This is your visitation. Place your hand on your tummy. Let me give you a few, few moments to do that. If your partner is around you, that your husband is around you, let him join you in faith. And so in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because you believe and the word has gone forth, carry much more children as you desire. That seal the devil has placed upon you. On your ability or capacity to carry more children. I break them tonight by the blood. Come on, say amen church. I break that barrier by the blood. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every obstruction in your fallopian tube. Every obstruction called fibroid PCOS, whatever thing they may be called, or any obstruction from the part of your husband, low sperm count, infertility, whatever it is, I stand on the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who says in his word, none shall be barren and none will cast their young. In the name of Jesus, all those anomalies are corrected. In the mighty name of Jesus. According to the time of life. Before three days of glory. 2024. You become yet again. A mother in Jesus name. You carry yet. Another baby in the name of Jesus. Thank you father. So come. Somebody say come. Say come. Come reverently. Come boldly, not arrogantly. Come without baggage. Come without Lord. Come as you are. Come knowing the God that you serve. They that will come to the Lord must believe that He exists. Come in the fact that you know your God. Psalm 104 says, "Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his God with praise. How else can you come? Let me teach you a way to come, and pay attention to this. I'm assuming I have some things very specific in my spirit." that heaven has to help me with personally in these three days. This is one of the ways to come. Concerning that situation in your life, maybe health, marital destiny, career, finances, um, I mean, whatever thing it may be, this is what you need to do. Look for a story in the Bible that are aligned with your situation. Or look for someone that you can find in the scripture whose condition is similar. I'm not saying exactly the same thing. It's a case of if the God I serve, if the God she serves does that, and that's the same God that I serve, then he's also able to do this. Look for something in God's word that's very similar to your expectation. Then, look for a word. If you can't find a story or something similar, take for example, maybe yours is sickness in your body. Oh. There at 1,001, your particular sickness may not be recorded in the Bible, but the Bible tells us that many things the Lord Jesus did, that if they were to be written, he says, the whole world will not contain the book, the books in which they will be written. Meaning that everything and anything health is there. If yours is finances, everything and anything is in there. If it is marital issue, you read it in your word, he sets the solitary in families. Look for a word that perfectly aligns with your situation. If for any reason, which is actually impossible, you cannot find a word that addresses that situation. Look for someone's testimony that you have heard of what God has done. The Bible is called testament because it is simply testimony, a book of testimony. I read sometime last week, one preacher had written online to say something like um, um, to believe in people's testimony is good, but to believe in God's word, um, you know, is better. I disagree. Okay. The Lord has done many things in my life. If these were Bible days, some of the things God's done in my life, you perhaps would have found them in the Bible. That's what I'm saying. Every genuine testimony wrought by the Lord, done by the Lord in someone's life, as simple as the written word of God. If the Lord heals someone of cancer here, there is nothing written in God's word that surpasses that. Because of that on its own could have as well been written in God's word. Your testimony is, is, your testimony is pure, making wise the simple Psalm 19, that's what the Word of the Lord says. So God's word, everything it does in your life is actually a testament. It's a testimony. So somewhat to you on your own, you are a Bible. Look for a word that addresses that situation. I'm going to teach more on this on Friday. And can I also beg you all. Never embark on anything. Do anything. Take on any project. Marry anybody. Have any child. Buy any house. Buy any car. Do whatever thing, you know, without replacing. living. Just leave him. Amen. See, this is what it means to come boldly. (laughs) Did camera capture him? Oh, the camera didn't capture him. Okay, for the benefit of those watching online, let me tell you what just happened. How old is he? How old is he? He's four years old. In my seat in front, the protocol and the hospitality team, they put candies there by my table, just in case throat is dried or something like that. This four-year-old boy, who is seated one, two, three, four, five, five rows away, left his mother, came to the front, squatted and picked the candy. And then he went back to his seat. See church, that is what it means to come boldly. You know why he could do that? It is his father's house. These kids, are play with them, so he perhaps would have said, it's pitted. Shasha could have done, any of these children could have done, in fact, they walk boldly into my office. These children walk boldly into my office and go straight to the fridge or whatever thing to go pick something to eat or to take. That is what it means to come boldly. We all should be like them. But don't forget, before he came, he knew there was candy there. Did you catch that? He knew what his father has. Mm -hmm. He knew what his father has. He knew it was there. He knew where he was. He knew what to do to pick it. I can preach for two hours on that, on the boy. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Can we celebrate Jesus tonight? Look for your word. So I was saying to you, don't embark on anything without a word. You want to move? Get a word. You want to marry? Get a word. You want to have a child? Get a word. You want whatever? Get a word. Listen, the word of God is a shield. The word of God is a defense. The word of God also comforts. So when you take that plunge and things are not going the way they should go, you'd remember, Lord, but I turn to you. I sought your face for a word. You told me this. Get a word. If you don't, you'll be stranded. The devil will know you don't have. When I was leaving Nigeria in 2016 to come in here, I waited upon the Lord multiple times asking him to just give me a word until the word came there was no release there was no peace in me so by the time I was landing I was landing confidently why I have a word I'm glad that Casey is in church this evening you know those of you who heard his testimony when you during career leap and all of that you know, he had cheered about how he had to wait upon the Lord you need to tell me something about this new place So when others will be saying this is the way to go, you would remember what God had told you. The word of God can be your compass. Not actually can be your compass, is your compass. It is only by the word you will get to a place and you will know it's not the place for you. Because it is not in alignment with the word. Get a word. Now, give me verse 11.6 and let me take the last point that the Lord laid on my spirit. I've never preached this message before, okay? Give me verse 11.6 again. So, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must, number one, believe that he is. So, we have taken that. Know your God. Then, when you know him, then you come. You come reverently, you come with expectations in your heart. And please, did you know that every day of the three days, you're supposed to be coming in here with the, that expectation card. You're supposed to be coming in here every day with it. Please leave the scripture on the screen. Then the third one, it says that he is a rewarder. Not of the people that seek him, sir. Can you see why you, need to be, why you need to be careful about the way you come? And why you need to be careful about the God that you serve? He is not a rewarder of those who seek him out. He is a rewarder of those who diligently. Give me that verse in another translation. This is AMPC. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to him. For whoever will come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists. And that he is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him. That's why you cannot come after sadly. That's why you cannot come. you know you sleep on Friday and you're wondering, um, should I go, should I not go? no, you're not coming. That will be coming without actually coming. If you want to come, you will take it as a day to destiny. Your spirit, soul and body will go into function to knowing I'm going into this meeting to meeting with the Lord. If there are other things calling for your attention around the same time, you would remember your appointment with destiny is much more important than whatsoever thing that may come your way. God God is not a rewarder of those who seek him. He only rewards those who do that diligently. Baba oh oh, Baba oh Baba oh oh, Baba Baba oh. Watch all the gibeuses. See after me, God is not a rewarder. Of those who seek him. But a rewarder. Of those. Who seek him. Diligently. So in seeking him. You've got to prove to him. That you're diligent. That's one of the reasons why. I measure. The, the standard acceptable in our ministry. Any of our campuses. In seven in the Lord's house. The list of the benchmarks. It is what is obtainable in your secular work. Don't come here as a worker, as a volunteer and think because you're not being paid physically, you can do something lesser than what you would have done in your place of work. Don't serve. He rewards those who seek him and who do so diligently. There is no way you will be seeking him diligently that you will not know you are being diligent about it. Can I tell you, it's not too late. Thank God today is not Thursday. So you still have tonight. This message is this message you are listening to, I believe that any act of doubt is turning certain things in your life. You have all through tomorrow. You don't wait till Friday before you begin to pray. You don't wait till Friday before you begin to prep yourself for fasting. I'm not saying this to a boss. I've not had a meal and nothing in my mouth today. I said from water I took in my office when coming on the altar. Fasting won't kill you. Did you hear me? Except you have medical conditions that, that prevents that way upon the Lord. Fast. Your fasting is not helping God. It is helping you. Your fasting is not to say God will answer your prayer faster. No, 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 no. What he does is to suppress the desires and the cravings of your flesh. Such that your spirit man is heightened. And you can better connect to the frequency of heaven. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Rise up on your feet tonight. I'm going to begin my first prayer that you pray tonight on that level. I need you to open up your mouth and pray and say after me Father, Father Father in the name of Jesus give me grace to seek in you diligently this season in Jesus name. Turn that to prayer. Y'all are not praying. Is this lofty height? Come on, open up your mouth and pray. I receive capacity to seek in you diligently. I receive the grace to seek in you diligently. I receive the capacity to, to, to seek in you diligently, Lord. Lord, help me to seek you diligently. Lord, help me to seek you diligently. Minister Damilari, please come. You can please go on drums for me. I receive the grace to seek in you diligently, Abba. Is it not written in your word that you've not asked the seed of Jacob to seek you in vain? Father, in the name of Jesus, in these three days of glory, I receive the capacity to seek in you diligently. You are a rewarder of those who seek you. Lord, I receive the capacity to seek in you diligently online church, I hope you are praying tonight, I receive the capacity to seek in you diligently Lord Lord, I receive the grace to seek in you diligently Paul in his letter to Rome says, when we pray, we do not know how to pray or what we even ought to pray about, but the spirit makes intercession for us, we they cannot be exp- expressed, you can ask the spirit of the Lord to teach in you how to seek in the Lord diligently this is All you need may just be an instruction. All you need for that next level, for this second half, may just be an instruction. All you need may just be an instruction. Just the Lord telling you, this is what I would have you to do. This is the business you should do. This is the job you should apply for. But you've got to be diligent. Lord, I receive the capacity to be diligent this season. I receive the capacity to be diligent this season. I hope someone is praying. I hope you are praying. By the help of the spirit, I receive the grace to be diligent in seeking you. I receive the grace to seek in you diligently, Lord. I receive the grace to seek in you diligently this season. In this three days encounter, you said you've not asked the seed of Jacob to seek you in vain. Father, I will not seek you in vain these three days. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Would you like to pray for mercy for these three days? Listen, I say this all the time. When we say pray for mercy, we're not saying you've done something abominable unto God. We are saying pray that heaven will smile on you. Lift up your right hand up unto heaven and see after me. My father, my father, my father. My father, my father, my father. One more time. My My father, my father, my father. These three days. I plead your mercy. Show me your mercy. Show me your mercy. Show me your mercy Lord. Go ahead I pray. Divine mercy. Let me experience your mercy. These three days. Your mercy oh God. Your mercy is all that I need. Your mercy is all that I need. Your mercy is all that I need. Is somebody praying? You need the mercy of the Lord. You cannot experience the favor of the Lord without the mercy of the Lord. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Father, show me your mercy. Would you pray that very well tonight? In these three days encounter, show me your mercy that I may not end this year in shame show me your mercy Yahweh if you're watching online I really hope you're following and you're praying Yahweh show me your mercy show me your mercy mercy and compassion they belong to you Lord be compassionate upon me and show me your mercy show me your mercy Lord visit me where I have heard, where I have messed up, where I have fallen short of your glory. Lord, in this three day encounter, let your mercy speak for me. Let your mercy speak for me. Let your mercy speak for me. Show me your mercy. Pray for mercy tonight, child of God. Have mercy. Have mercy. Do you want to be specific? Have mercy, Lord, upon my family. In these three days, have mercy upon my partner. Have mercy upon my children. Upon my career, upon my businesses. Upon my finances. Yahweh, let me experience your mercy. Let me experience your mercy. You are the God of all flesh. Nothing is impossible for you to do. In these three days, oh God, I seek your face for your mercy. In Jesus, mind your name, we are prayed. In Jesus, mind your name, we are prayed. I want us to pray this prayer. Bible says, it says, be still and know that the Lord your God is God and he is with you. Would you pray tonight and say after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, in these three days, teach me to be still and to be sensitive to your leading.'" in Jesus name go ahead and pray that the Lord may calm the storms ravaging around you all those voices that will not make you to be sensitive to God's leading that they may be you may become still Father teach me to be still 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 still. Father, teach me to be still and sensitive to your leading. Teach me to be still and sensitive to your leading. Teach me to be still and sensitive to your leading. Your word says, you would hear your ears, would hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it." When you turn to the right or to the left, except you are still, you cannot hear God's voice. Except you are still, you cannot hear God's voice. Father, this season, teach me to be still. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. On the third point, on rewarder, the third point is rewarder. So after you've known the Lord, after you have come to Him, you must be assured that, that is a rewarder, and there is a way to also doing this. You know how that way works. You rejoice like someone who has received that petition. I will teach on that on Saturday. My daughter in Calgary, Sister Tammy, took um first some days ago and shared about joy. She actually took part of my sermon. That girl, her eyes must be seeing something. On Saturday, as Christ lives, I'm going to be sharing that more. That is what happens when you know that God is a rewarder. You will wait till your hand laid out physically of what you desire before you begin to rejoice. Abraham didn't do that. Bible says, Who makes hope in hope believes? He rejoiced because he judged him faithful who has spoken. I'd like us to pray concerning everyone who is going to be serving. At three days of glory. Online, offline, you have people serving online. Brother Samuel, Brother Deolua, they are there serving online. You have some other people serving online too. In person, people who are serving. Um, his expressions, guest experience, marshals, sound, multimedia. Lift up everyone up unto the Lord and pray for strength. Pray for strength. Pray for grace. And pray for me who will be leading you. Pray that there will be an unusual dimension of the powers and demonstrations of the powers of the Holy Ghost. Pray for all trans for me. Pray for strength for me. Pray, pray, pray for every minister. Even to the one that will be leading prayer. Pray for every one that will be serving. No one will miss their reward. No one will miss their reward. No one will miss their reward. No in Jesus' name, we pray. I have a release from the Lord to do this. And I want to be, section so here, she's at the back. Okay, so I want i want to seek your permission to be able to do this. Those of you who are currently enrolled in Hundred level Academy of Lofty Height, Just for three days of glory. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm making the doors open for you to serve in any unit of your choice. I thought you guys would rejoice at that. I'm asking you to do that for a purpose. Such that you can label. You label to reap rewards. If you are currently on going through hundred level class, you have, the, you have my permission to serve in, in any unit. If you are, say, in Calgary and you still like to serve, you can let Minister Jumi know what unit you'd like to serve. It may be online engagement. I want to give everybody the opportunity of being part of this, for these three days. And serve. Pick any unit, sound, multimedia, protocol, whatever, marshals, you know, glitters, whatever whatever unit you want to serve, come and serve, just for these three days. After that, then you go back to your classes. You finish your classes, before you then begin to serve, you know, substantively. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. I want you to pray. For divine visitation, lift up your right hand up unto heaven. Divinely visit me Yahweh. Divinely visit me Yahweh. Divinely visit me. Divine Divine visitation. Divine visitation. Divine visitation. Divine visitation. Divine visitation. Divine visitation. Divine visitation in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let me give you a bonus on the things I shared with you. And this came to my spirit after I thought I was done with my note. I'll tell you what God ministered to my spirit. The series the, our focus for three days of glory is faith for multiplication. And if you worship here, you know that was the same word God gave us for the year. It are yet to multiply. The Lord ministered to my spirit to say, Some may have to provoke their next level via seed. After you've known the Lord, you've come to Him, you've rejoiced that He's, you can think about that. You can provoke your next level via seed. Me." I'm a witness. I won't say more than that. How many of you have been blessed tonight? Come on, celebrate Jesus. This is not three days of glory. What you've had is a taster. So this is what I needed to do. I want you, by the mercies of the Lord, to please share the banners across your platforms. Bombard it everywhere. You know one of the things you're doing, as long as you do that, you are rescuing someone else from the pit of hell. Someone who is bound of the devil. You are delivering them. Because all that they need to do maybe to just hear the sound, to just hear the voice. And whatever demon tormenting with their destiny will find flight. People who have become members of this church because someone had invited them for a special program. I want you to be someone's claim to fame be someone's road, channel to salvation be someone's road or channel or path to their deliverance be someone's road, channel or path to their next level except you share the banners and you invite someone, you won't be able to do that offer to go pick them up if you have people that would need transportation you know, and they're not able to see Sister Lois, Minister Peace, Minister Moe or any other person here okay such that as many you can get in here, they will be here. And like I said earlier on, if you're, if you're in the city of Regina, I don't think I need to say that this is not one that you will sit back at home, cross your leg, as you're having one more cell of Epa and uh, of soup with um, juice beside you. And we say, amen. 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 The Lord is asking you to to what? To what? To what? To what? To what, to what, to what. The way to be diligent. Oh, okay. Okay. My darling, it's calm, right? No. Ayako, it it's calm. Charlie, calm. Sister Sandra, she may be watching online. It is calm. The Lord is saying you should calm And you should come. And you should come. Whatever way you want to think about it, just come. Hallelujah. And be diligent about it. Can you lift up your right hand up unto heaven and give God praise for tonight? Give him praise for tonight, for the ministry of his word. And again, for what he said to do in our midst and in our lives of three days of glory. In Jesus' name. Can we celebrate the Lord one more time? We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you. We honor you and we celebrate you.